Welcome to the Prosperous Life Podcast. Practical information about what the Bible really says about money and prosperity. It may not be what you've been taught. And now, here's your host, the author of Poverty vs. Wealth, Reverend Roger Breaker. Jesus taught many things about life during his ministry. When he taught about being faithful, he used stories of servants handling their master's funds. From this, we can learn how to better handle the money God gives or trusts us with. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus teaches the story of the unjust steward. For a more detailed study on this story, there's a previous blog that writes about that. This steward used his master's funds, which was a financial loss to his master, to make a good position for himself when he was let go. Jesus used this man as an example of what faithful was not. The Pharisees, who loved money more than God, knew he was speaking about them, and it made them angry. At the end of the story, Jesus makes four statements about faithfulness. Number one, Luke 16, 10, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. Number two, and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Parentheses, this is what the steward was called in the record, unjust, end of parentheses. Number three, Luke 16, 11, if therefore you've not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Parentheses. True riches, the truly spiritual understanding of God's word, in the parentheses. Number four, Luke 16, 12. And if you've not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? Parentheses. And if you've not been faithful in the use of that earthly wealth, which belongs to another, whether God or man, of which you are a trustee, who will give you that which is your own? Amplified Bible. This servant, steward, had made his master poorer so that the servant could be taken care of when he was removed. The master said he was wise, but Jesus said, Luke 16, and he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is an is abomination in the sight of God. Jesus used money to teach faithfulness because at the end of the day, it's easy to count. If the master had $1,000 at the start of the week and only $500 at the end of the week, the steward did not prosper his master. He prospered himself. That is not faithful. Now, in another story, the man gives some of his servants certain amounts of money and told them to trade with it, and he would take account when he returned. Matthew 25, 19 through 26. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh, and he reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought him other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord." He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful 
over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sowed, gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid my talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gathered where I strawed not. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, then at my coming I should have received my own with usury or interest. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it to him that hath ten talents. Important note here, he says, For er unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Parentheses, this is the secret that the wealthy understand, but the poor do not, end the parentheses. So the steward from the first story was found to be unfaithful and unjust. Two of the servants in Matthews were found to be good and faithful. Jesus taught about faithfulness here using money. Interestingly, the Greek word translated faithful in the Gospels only occurs in one other scripture where it's translated believing. Thus, using money is the way Jesus taught about what faithfulness was. Consider this. When De David dedicated the things of the temple, he declared that everything we have comes from God and it still all belongs to him. We're simply managers, stewards of the things God has trusted us with. As stewards, managers of God's blessings or funds, he asked us to give some, to save some, to stay out of debt. And as I have noted in other writings, if you st start giving and saving when you're young, the results can be astounding. Jesus taught what it was to be faithful using money. What would happen if the church taught financial responsibility? Most of you hear the church teach tithing. Some churches go a step further and teach give and it shall be given unto you. But that's where the teaching stops. This is just the beginning of the principles of prosperity. But this way, the church receives its funds, and if they teach that God will give back to the giver, that's usually all you ever hear. As to the rest of the principles of prosperity, God included in his word that I've covered in other blogs, well, they leave the believer dangling in the wind to figure it out for themselves. Why do churches not teach about the proper handling of finances? They're involved in teaching many other topics, the church is involved in everything from marriage counseling and parenting to running schools and homeless shelters. But running seminars on personal finance is not something that's ever been commonly done. Instead, the church has taught many negative things about money for thousands of years. As soon as you bring up the topic of money in church circles, you're likely to hear with a wagging finger, the love of money is the root of all evil, or you're storing up treasure on earth. It's no wonder so many Christians have a hard time prospering. We cannot do or believe beyond what we're taught. As I drive about the countryside in my state, I see many poor-looking churches. I can't help but think if these churches taught their people the great principles of prosperity, that their members would be much better off financially, and the church itself would not have to stand on the street and beg for money, as I have seen some do. Why not teach our young people the biblical principles? Teach them faithfulness in the things of God, using money as the tool as Jesus did. Show them how to give, how to save, how to stay out of debt. 
When we are faithful in the things of this world, the physical things of this world, unrighteous mammon, we show God and others that we can be trusted. Jesus then said we will be given more in the way of finances, and then we can be trusted with truly spiritual things of God. Proverbs 28, 20 says, a faithful man will abound with blessings. 1 Corinthians 4, 2 says, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Matthew 25, 21 says, his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Note, he is made ruler over many things, not just a steward of money. Why? He was a faithful man, and he would carry out the additional duties with that same faithfulness. Faithful to carry out God's word with our money is just the beginning. God has promised we will abound with blessings as we pursue this discipline in the pursuit of the prosperous life. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Life Podcast. Want more information? Why not join Roger in the discussions at the Prosperous Life Group on Facebook? Or subscribe to Roger's Prosperous Life blog at rogerbreaker.com. And always remember, God said, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers.